exactly. What does your mug say? I want to read them now. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, can you can y'all read? Oh, Good morning, sunshine. Always learning. Always learning. And mine says, "Why not?" Love it. <laughs> yes. I love I love the inspirational things. Uh, this is definitely one of my favorite ones. I was walking through Target and I saw it, and I'm like, ah, that's what that. Yep. <laughs> love target oh my god target therapy is so dangerous <laughs> oh it is i don't uh, i don't leave that store without spending at least a hundred dollars it's really right <laughs> well that's why i've been doing like the drive-up service a lot yeah. it's like, okay <laughs> we only need this so i will like put that order in the app drive up and we are gone that's <laughs> smart that yeah. is really smart actually i should start to do that I just start walking through there and it's like, oh, this is so cute. And that's so cute. Here's a shirt and here's a mug. Well, I I yeah. Now that's yeah. like the fall. All I want to do is like update. I know. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. They so have, Target's smart. Cause when you come in, they have those dollar, $3 bins. And I'm like, damn it. Every time. I know. I know. Every time. Yep. Starbucks <laughs> is in there. Yep. Yeah, and they have the cup holders in the carts now. So right. I know. Well. They make it too easy. Trap <laughs> you in there. <laughs> Even my kids are like almost expecting to be able to go to Starbucks whenever we go yes. in there. Like we are not doing that today. Yep. I'm not spending twenty dollars on something to drink. Oh, no. <laughs> not today. Not today. Not today. Target. <laughs> that would be a good shirt, actually. <laughs> it would it would <laughs> okay add that to our our marketing our branding <laughs> for reals all those like little cute catchphrases oh my gosh <laughs> you guys ready for my icebreaker question so ready yes. yes um and it was by john kim you know right journey angry therapist yeah. And when he posted that question, I was like, oh, that's a good one. I was reading all the comments. Yeah. Asked, what is the best thing you've never done? Oh, I saw that. And I loved the comments. And um, a lot of other women I saw had the same answer as me. And he kind of had the same, around the same answer. So you guys go first, though. <laughs> I, need, I might need a minute to think about that. Okay. <laughs> you've never done. Um, oh geez yeah the mm, first thing that came from mind to, to me I'm just like I don't know if I should talk about that oh <laughs> I mean yeah yeah no I, I think that's kind of where the comments were going like yeah. people were like whoa <laughs> really glad I never did that <laughs> yeah hmm hmm <laughs> you want me to go first I'll yeah, tell you you go first um, so I saw that, you know, other people were putting this and what he had talked about is that he, um, never got married. So he didn't marry, you know, yeah. and mine was that I never stayed with baby daddy. Yeah. Just we had a baby together. So it was like, yeah. And then right away I saw other women putting the same thing, other men. So I was like, yeah, you know, and then the reason because of that, where it led you to where you are. So I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could say probably similarly. I'm glad I didn't stay in my marriage, mm -hmm. you know, to for the sake of the children. Uh, mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I could definitely say the same thing there. Glad that I did not sacrifice the potential of what my life could yeah. be because of something I felt like I should do. Yeah. It's a good one. Definitely. And then I can think back to a bunch of like dumb things in college that I was facing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to do this. No, really glad we didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one, too. But yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know if I should go into specifics because I think some of the people I work with like follow this. <laughs> what is she talking about? <laughs> we all have a past and we know we don't need to go there, but. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, even, I would say even in the career light, the career sense, you know, like if we all didn't go into journey, you know, where we, where we would have been or if I stayed at like, you know, my many years of background in dentistry, I, I would have became a hygienist or a dental assistant or a dentist or something or a nurse because I'm Filipino. And <laughs> I would have been miserable, you know, you know, love all the nurses and healthcare, yeah. or whatever, but not, it was just not for me. Not your you know? journey. I can't even imagine you in that role. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, like, I, how would you even be happy doing that? Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't know, just with everything, the journey through journey has opened my eyes to a whole lot of things, mm -hmm. um, but spe specifically thinking about business and entrepreneurship and yeah. marketing and all of that kind of thing. And it's like, you don't have to get trained to do some mundane job to work for somebody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like the sky is the limit. Every opportunity is there yeah. to make your career into what you want it to be. And that's something I'm trying to instill into my kids right now. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't want them to think, well, I just have to go and get trained to be this and then do that for the rest of my life. It's like my son who's 12, he's like, I just, I want to make some money. I'm ready to do something. I want to make some money. I'm like, all right, why don't you and James or you and Kai start a business together? You know, some kind of service-based business. Like I will help you do that. You know, whether it's like babysitting or yard work or whatever, mm -hmm. I'm just like, yes, become an entrepreneur now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I then you think that. about like at that age, you know, if they went through that, say through high school or whatever, like who knows what they could be doing by the time they're like college age, yep. decide to go. I mean, it's just, you gotta think outside the box. Think yeah. Start early. I, I mean, I wish somebody had instilled that in me. Like yeah. I really do. Yeah. I see a lot of posts about that. Like, Hey, 20 somethings, if you do these things and I'm just like, God, if I had done that yeah. years ago, <laughs> where would I be today? But yeah. I love it. I mean, yeah, it goes back to like what we wish our kids were learning in school, like the whole thing about money and self-care and self-love and relationship skills and communication. <laughs> right. right right yes yes I think it's it's I feel so privileged and lucky that we in our own stories can now do that for our kids though like we can give that education to our children because like I certainly didn't get that from my parents oh yeah I know okay. they didn't get that from their parents um but it's like the awareness that's happening right now about like where uh like the things that we needed when we were younger that we can now give back, even as coaches, you know, it's like, what, what a gift. And, and I do like, but it's hard. It's still really hard to um, navigate those conversations to oh, yeah. make sure you're doing it right. <laughs> I know that. And it's so easy 
to kind of sometimes just feel like you're drowning in the day-to-day of things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I don't have a lot left over. Oh yeah. And I, and, and that's, you know, like I have a lot of like my other mom friends that are like, you know, when I put, sometimes I'll put a post, like we need to remember that we were all that young and we can dream and you can go towards those dreams. And I've had mom friends that were like, Kat, yeah, thank you for reminding me because, you know, my Filipino mom friends are like, oh, our kids could be nurses or doctors, like pushing for that route. And like, yeah. again, along with that, but is that what they really want to do? Right. Right. You know, exactly. There's a, um, Instagram account I follow called raising good humans. And I really like that. I don't know if you guys follow. Um, she's had a lot of good conversations and even just like tips and tricks of like, uh, different ways to talk to your kids. Um, either because they need like to be disciplined or because they're having a tantrum and like, how, I don't know, it's been very, very helpful. And I like, I like people who are studying, like, Oh yeah. Those things and giving us those tips and tools. Cause like, yeah, we, uh, was it you Noel or someone, one of you guys said like, you know, parenthood is like the one thing we don't get a, a manual how to manual with, like, you just kind of figure it out as you go. <laughs> there's no, um, there's no r- rule book. We just yeah. kind of make it up as we go along. So. <laughs> right. You know what I hate hearing too, though? is like, you know, older generations say like my parents, for example, you know, it's like the, the field of like science and human development is so dynamic. The information is constantly changing. New studies are being done. And I hate hearing, well, that's the way I did it. And you turned out fine, you know, as some kind of resistance to change or to do something new or to try something in a different way that drives me crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, it doesn't mean that it was, you know, it was the best. We can always do better. (laughs) I mean, the whole, I, um, what was I reading the other day about conscious parenting, right? Like being mindful and aware and all of that. And it it is freaking hard for sure. Like with a three-year-old, you know, when you were talking about your son, Noel, like how he just ran, you know, and was crying. That was, that was hardly yesterday. And I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking hard. It's hard to say, to not say, stop, stop it. Don't do that. That, you know, like all these things were not supposed to say in conscious parenting. <laughs> so freaking hard. Because I mean, well, that's the truth is like, even when you're like trying not to say no, or like, is that the best thing to do right now or whatever? Yeah. It's like, they're three, they don't, four, you know, like they don't have that reasoning ability yet. So like there is a level of guidance that we have to provide. And yeah, I feel like no is a very healthy word <laughs> in some cases. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I could see you having those flashbacks. Cause I'm like, I'm right there. The kicking, screaming in the grocery store, <laughs> the like, don't run into the parking lot. Like everything. I get frustrated. <laughs> oh my Lord. Like, my daughter, she's five now and she's just so stubborn like if she gets if if she does something and I tell her that's not okay you know or she's getting in trouble for that she gets attitude my son he 
he's like, he hates disappointing me. He gets really sad and he like turns around really quick. He's apologetic. My daughter will not apologize. She will <laughs> stomp away and put herself up in her room and just scream and rage and cry. And I go up there and I'm like, do we, do we need to talk about this? Like what's happening? And she's like, go away. And it's like, and it will last. And so, oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I've been talking to my therapist about it. <laughs> Girl, yes, I do too. I'm like, oh, that yeah. sounds like Harley is going to be that right there. <laughs> it's so interesting to have two such different, uh, well, to have two children, but they both deal with things so differently. So also as parents, we're, not, we're also navigating different personality types. And it's not <laughs> just like the same thing for every kid. Kat, are you going to have more kids, you think, one day? Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> like Harley would be, I, and that's the thing that I do notice, all the teachers, and that's, I'm sure it happens with everyone. Every time I pick her up from daycare and they're doing preschool work slash preschool, they're like, Harley is so amazing. She's a sweetheart. She listens. She's, she does all her homework without help. You ask to change her diaper. She's like, okay. Then when she gets through the door, oh, hell no. We literally just started chasing her to change her diaper this morning. She was like, no. I don't know what it is about that role, but you're right. They are different people in school, also in public sometimes or often they're little angels and then it's like the minute we get home and I'll go out the door I don't know <laughs> yeah it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all approach are your kids all different too no right they're all like opposite totally different totally <laughs> different and and not to be like stereotypical but like the difference I noticed just between like boys and girls and the types of things that they're inclined to do you know like when Emmy was little I mean she was just so good she was like perfect we could take her anywhere it's like so easy I'm just like this isn't that bad <laughs> and then you know Charlie comes along and it's a freaking nightmare <laughs> like you can't do anything and it's like and with everything he's like has to like mess with it what does this do can I break this can I take this apart and put it back together what happens if I run on the ledge of this I mean and it's just like boys are constantly trying to like destroy things or kill themselves or <laughs> whatever it is um but yeah, it's, it's funny. And then Edward was, is kind of a mix between the two. Like he's, he's really good, but you know, he will get mad. He will argue. He will give me the silent treatment. Like if he's mad, he just like, you know, sometimes we come home and like, first thing we do, I'm like, all right, take off your shoes and put them under the bench and wash your hands. And he will have a come apart because he doesn't want to wash his hands. And I'm just like, oh my God, my kids do this every day. Like, I, just, I don't like, I don't know what it is but okay good we're all on the same page harley is the same and i'm like what is with the washing of the hands why don't uh, you know. i don't understand it <laughs> yeah they think they trick me too they'll all hear them go to the bathroom and then also they don't like to flush for some reason i'm like flush to it <laughs> wash your hands and she'll stomp they'll stomp back and they're like i don't like washing my hands I'm like why if you love a bath <laughs> i know <laughs> Or like Edward will be in denial about things. Like he will be like doing the potty dance and you can tell he has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, baby, why don't you go to the bathroom? I don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm like, baby, 
go yeah. in there. And he goes in there and you can see clearly he needed to go pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. I really I feel like I remember doing that as a kid because of like FOMO, like fear of missing out on whatever we have for a Right. I will say having to go in the bathroom and sneezing are two of the, the things that like drive me the most crazy about being human. I'm like, I just like hate the interruption. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh man. Okay, I feel better. See, every time I talk to you ladies, I feel better. I'm like, oh, it was a shit show yesterday. So I feel way better now. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's normal. You're normal. She's normal. <laughs> oh my God. And it was funny. We were going through home goods. That's like me and Harley's favorite, also. Yes. Okay. Oh okay. And she's so funny. Like, she had her hair in ponytails, and I was like, going, you know, she's on the cart. And then she goes, Mom my hair is crazy. <laughs> and the lady next to me starts laughing. They're like, at least she's, she's aware of it. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, that's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> so, so what else has been going on? I mean, we haven't really had a chance to catch up. We haven't even really sent a lot of voice memos lately. I know a little I bit here crazy. and there. What's like, um, I don't know. What's something important or profound that's happened lately or that you've learned something that's kind of in just big I don't know in your day-to-day -day or something you listen to or hmm. <clears throat> let me think I don't know can't say like I'm not learning anything profound yeah. <laughs> but I my attention like has kind of been turned you know in different directions like I started taking this uh SEO course through like UC Davis cool. um it's like I'm I'm about to build like a couple websites <gasps> I saw I bought two domain names yesterday awesome. and I'm taking this course in SEO um and I kind of got led in that direction because I was looking at different job postings for copywriters and see like writing has been a big part of my job for a really really long time like not writing in the advertising space but um like writing scenes and monologues and doing research and you know trying to move an audience and that type of thing and I actually almost got hired by this copywriting startup a few years ago like I did just like some contract work with them and they're like, we want to bring you on as the third. But at the time it was just too big of a risk. Yes. Because you know, yeah. they weren't offering any benefits and stuff like that. Like you have the potential to make a lot more money, but you don't really know. And so having a family, I couldn't really do that. But now I'm like thinking about trying to do some of that as like a side gig in mm -hmm. addition to some of this other stuff. And so copywriters just have to, you know, know their SEO just so they know how to craft the words on the page and everything. And so that's like another little direction I'm going in addition oh. to this coaching stuff and um, putting my breakup content online. Yes. I'm so excited for that. Mm -hmm. I swear, I love our relationship stuff. Like it's so fun to talk about. <laughs> yes. Yes. And now I will say this too. Um, and this has been another big thing that is going on. You know, I told you guys, like, I've been seeing a therapist that I really, really like, you know, finally, like, getting back in that and really trying to peel back some more of the layers of myself and, like, deal with some of these issues. And Alex and I have been seeing each other again. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Damn, we have not talked in a while. No, <laughs> I know. I know. And it's like one of these things where it's like, when we broke oh. up, you know, it's like I took everything off social media. We're not friends like anywhere. Um, you know, we just had to like cut the cord or whatever, but like he you know, has been seeing somebody and kind of like doing his own work and like through these things, we've kind of found our way back together and we're like seeing what that looks like. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> that has been surprising. Yes. And yeah. interesting. And, um, you know, he and I have been through so much and so many twists and turns and it's like, okay, here we are again. And it's time to either kind of move forward and get some questions answered, you yeah. know, or, and just see if this thing is going to work, especially in terms of like kids and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, since we have been, you know, talking again, seeing each other again and everything like that, it's really important to him and to me too, to see what it looks like to be a family of five. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With potentially another addition at some point, Yeah. you know? And so we're kind of working through all that stuff. Aww. Those are big, big things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm holding back to hold. We're going to ask the juicy questions after we get off. And yes. But... <laughs> Sorry, it is really like, I will say this, like, I just have like so much junk in my mind to sort through. And it has been very, very helpful, like having my therapist to bounce these different relationship things off of to get that objective professional opinion about things and to really help me figure some stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Yes. It really has been. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh, this brings up the one question I wanted to ask you guys is like the perfect topic. So this has come up multiple times through the week um, when you just start dating someone, right? Do you hold back being your true self? Remember we, and I remember we were talking about this with Rachel. We were like, do we, you know, when you start dating again, do you text how you feel? Do you talk about how you feel? Do you wait till the third, fourth, fifth date to talk about how, like be your true self, be loud, wild and out? Or do you like hold back and be conservative? Yeah. So I thought that was such an interesting question. I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask the girls because we this comes up a lot, you know? God, you know, what I believe and what I do a lot of times become two different things. Like I, I, I really feel like people should be themselves. If you want yeah. to say something, I think that you should. I don't think things should be held back. You know, whatever you want to say, go ahead and say it. But like, I'm that kind of person who tends to be like, poker face I'm gonna hide my emotions and or even like if I'm around somebody and I like them I'm like okay I can't look at them or talk to them or they're gonna know everything <laughs> yeah. and I don't want them to know it's like I don't want them to have that power over me or something right. like that I guess almost in a way I don't know maybe I'm not explaining it very well no I think it's perfect but, but yeah. I think the more the more real people can be the better but like somebody like me I have a hard time trusting I am very guarded I you know it's hard to be vulnerable to somebody else and that's stuff that everybody works through mm -hmm. but you know the the more open we can be the better mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah I was just gonna say uh tagging on to that when you said being vulnerable I think you just you can't do that until you have those built up trust deposits you know so I don't think that there is I don't think 
I think you can be authentic to yourself, but you're not going to show all the sides of yourself on date number one or whatever, you know, like you still have to have that earned trust um, with somebody before, you know, um, and I, I still think, I'm trying to think of how to say this, like, I don't think you're any less authentic, but, and, and even though probably, I mean, I know I want to ask all the questions. There's, <laughs> there's yeah, a talk right? going around where this girl, she's just like me dating after quarantine. Like, she's like, do you want to get married? Are you looking for a wife? She's like, cause I don't have time for people who aren't looking for something serious. You know, it's just yeah. like, she's like, but seriously, <laughs> that would be yeah. her first. Yeah. a little intense but um but yeah I feel like we feel like we want to know all those things but it just takes time you know yeah well yeah like as you as you build that trust like you can be open and authentic but there are appropriate levels of things to share mm. you know I feel like yeah depending on how well you know somebody yeah yeah and we're like we're all thinking I know I feel like it is like the very much you're gauging, you know, like every week, like, am I, am I able to be vulnerable? Can I be my, a little bit more myself? Or the question I get a lot is like, after how many dates can I text this person if they're not texting back right through the week? Like, oh, it's been three weeks and they're not texting. Like it was like sunshine rainbows the first week and you're texting each other, right? Like where the guy's like, I miss you and all this stuff. And then by week three, four dude's busy, but you don't know if he you know, yeah. those are the, what do you, you know, it's, um, I wouldn't want to wait in limbo with something like that. I'm like, dude, you either like me or you don't you <laughs> want to reach out to me, you know, go ahead. But I, but like, I'm the kind of person I will take that as a sign that you're not interested and I'm going to move on to somebody else. <laughs> yes. yes. In my online dating, I learned to say it, it, it will be hot and heavy texting for like a week and then they just disappear. And then you're ghosting. Right? What the F was that? But I will say in the relationship that I'm in now, I'm with somebody who is told me straight up, I'm not the best at texting. And I was like, you were kind of good at it when we were texting on the app, you know, but okay, but he is, he's bad. And so I've had to literally, like, we couldn't see each other for about two weeks and I'm very much a quality time person. And if I don't have a connection to you, I assume though my mind starts going into, oh my God, he's drawing away. He doesn't want want me. Um, So I have to be vulnerable and tell him like my mind does this thing I was like since you're going to be at your family's for this amount of time and we can't be together I was like I just need like just one text a day please just like just a little something so I know you know and and not only did he do that he did it like he texted me quite a lot actually more than normal oh yeah but like what I didn't tell him when I need to still is like the level of peace that that gave me I just like but it's because I I was bold enough to say I need this from you which is not something I'm historically very good at because I feel like being needy is or asking for what you need can turn be a turn off but when you're with somebody who values you they will make the effort and that's what I've I've been learning with this this yeah (laughs) yes yeah no I I definitely have gone through some of the same yeah for sure you know I found it hard to you know, say how maybe something was making me feel or, you know, or to express something that I need. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm like you, it's like, I need to hear something. Cause my mind will spiral into all of these stories that are not true. Yep. And I'm like seized with anxiety and like, it's all this shit that I've made up in my head. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, 
you know, some little communications can just like clear that up in an instant. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yes. I mean, like completely. And like he and I have had to work through some of those things because he's kind of like that too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's, it's been good for me to be forced to look at myself and be like, okay, these are the things that I need to say. This is what I need to put out on the table. And yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, I think we can all agree. Communication is the sexiest fucking thing ever. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> being vulnerable, being, you know, upfront, honest, you know? Um, so for guys listening, if you are, yeah. <laughs> that is sexy. it is at least try try. yeah I would even say I was thinking back to um when I was on the dating apps actively and I was meeting all these people I met this one guy that I was very attracted to he seemed great I was excited about him he seemed excited about me and then we had like lunch one day and then I I just got the vibe he wasn't into it but I kind of left it in his court so I was like maybe I'm doing the thing where I'm making this up in my head so I assumed the best he's like yeah I'll text you never and never texted me back after that and I was just like he's like 43 years old you Mm -hmm. know like be a fucking grown-up and yeah I I learned very quickly like to be like hey thanks for the date this wasn't a connect for me and I you know just want to be respectful of your time that's all you need to say how hard is that like how hard is that but (laughs) you know I feel like the culture of dating apps is like it's just like social media. You have no responsibility because you live behind this app, you know, right. You can see, can say whatever you want or not. And, and it, it's like, for, just remember that there's a human on the other side and just take like, it's, I, I don't know if people are afraid of a bad response. Cause I was at first, but every time I sent that message,